and welcome to the 11th episode of the PFG Vibecast. I'm your co-host, Miss Julie Voigt. Alongside of me is my other co-host, Mr. Russell Baxter. We have another great episode for you tonight, so I won't keep you waiting any longer. Here is yours truly, Russell Baxter. Russell? Well, there's a lot to be said for timing. And with the announcement of the Colts uh, bringing in Justin Houston, uh, one of the more coveted pass rushers out on the free agent market, um, who knew that we had already scheduled to have Tom James, the longtime Indianapolis Colts beat writer, um, join us tonight. Uh, Tom, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? Absolutely tremendous. Uh, and uh, Julie Voigt, my co-founder here, We'll fire off with the first question. Nice to meet you, Tom. Um, so, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, yes. So pretty much, um, I guess you could say it has been a very, very quiet offseason and free agency regarding the Colts. And I think um, pretty much Ballard did make known that, you know, he's not going to go ahead and sign big name. He's not going to jump at the first person, you know, that that becomes a free agency. So pretty much, you know, he went on and he signed. Um, I'm sorry, he went on and he signed Justin Houston today. And that's pretty big if, you know, if you're going to go ahead and look at that defense from last season. And it looks like what Ballard's moves are doing currently is that he has all these holes and he to fill and he's going ahead and sign them now do you think this is you know the right move did you see this coming this kind of moves from Ballard well yeah I mean uh, you, know, you know Chris has always said that if, if the right guy comes available at the right price mm-hmm. and he's not gonna be a guy that jumps in and gets into the, the mega bucks kind of a deal unless he says like you said today in a radio interview he said you know if the right guy is available and we think the guy can be a come in and, and be a, a game changer at, at the price, then, then they'll, they'll spend the big money. But right. the guys who got signed early, they just didn't feel like, you know, they got in on a couple of guys, but once they got, once the price got too high, uh, they, they, they backed out. And so, um, and the game plan coming into free agency has been the same the last couple of years, you know, kind of for, for Chris Ballard, he wants to kind of let the smoke clear, let, let all the big money guys get out of the way, and then he's going to pick and choose guys that will fit the system that the Colts have installed, mm-hmm. and guys that will fit what they want to do. And Justin Houston is just a perfect you know, example of that, a guy that Chris knew from his time in, in Kansas City. They, they've stayed in, in, in contact, uh, and um, they, uh, Houston said today that he and Ballard you know, uh, connected uh, – through uh, text messages and stuff over the last several weeks since he became a free agent and every, all the chips fell in place and, and they, they got the job done. They got the signing done today. Yep. I think it was perfect timing. And I just love the fact that Ballard went on and pretty much signed his own, wanted to take care of his own first before, you know, going on and venturing in my opinion. But I think that was, that, that's just perfect for him. Tom, this was a team last year that was one in five, um, turned it around, won nine of the last ten games, uh, won a playoff game um, in Houston, beat the, beat the defending uh, 
AFC South champion or the reigning AFC South champion team, Texans, twice in their own building uh, last year. What was really the turning point for last season? And what, uh, what do you think going forward um, this team needs to improve on the most? Well, I think the turning point, you know, was the fact that uh, they, didn't, they didn't panic. Uh, and they, they really kind of – they didn't overload Andrew Luck as he was coming back from the injury from being out for a full season. And as the season progressed, he got more – they opened up the playbook more, uh, allowed him to do more, uh, throwing more downfield, opening up the offense. The fact that the offensive line came together the way it did, uh, especially with Quentin Nelson, the, the top draft pick, mm-hmm. that really solidified. So that helped a lot to help – stabilized and kind of protected uh, Andrew Luck as he was coming back. Uh, I also think defensively, um, the job that Matt Everflus did as a defensive coordinator and switching from a 3-4 defense, which is what they've done under Chuck Pagano the last several years, and then switching to a 4-3, the personnel they had really wasn't suited to play a 4-3, but they made it work. And while they didn't have the pass rush that they wanted they had to find ways to generate it and, and scheme it and uh, tweak a few things. And they, they made things work. And once they got that done, uh, the wind started to come and they got on a roll. They started, you know, the confidence built and it took them all the way into the playoffs. Do you have a follow-up? Yeah, actually, I have another um, free agency question. So we know at the beginning of free agency, um, we went ahead the Colts went ahead and signed Devin Funchess. Um, and pretty much, do you think that the Colts finally have their number two receiver that they've been looking for? Because we all know the Colts pretty much, they call it like a black hole. You know, um, they go ahead and they sign a free agent, they last a year, and then they're gone. Do you see something different in Devin? Hard to tell. I mean, it's too early. I mean, mm-hmm. the Colts have just had a, had a revolving door of guys come in and you think, boy, this is going to be the guy. And things didn't work out. You know, Donnie Avery was a guy, and and Hakeem Nix was a guy, and and uh, Darius Hayward Bay was a guy. Right. And those were the guys who all they thought had a chance. Thought maybe Chester Rogers was going to step up and and really contribute more than what he did. And and he's been up and down. He, he looks good one game, struggles the next two. And so um, they brought in uh, Inman, who really kind of helped things solidify a little bit but they mm-hmm. need more from him. And, and I just think that with Funches, they've got a guy, a big physical receiver, and he's a lot like bringing in Ebron from a year ago. Ebron had issues in Detroit holding onto the football. That's all the fans up there in Detroit road, you know, remember was that he couldn't, you know, that he dropped too many passes. Same, same knock on, on Funches in, in Carolina. A huge target, loads of ability, but very inconsistent catching the football. Mm-hmm. And we saw how much Ebron – progressed in, in one year uh, under Frank Reich and Chris Ballard and, and uh, the system they have in place in, in Indianapolis. And I think they're hoping that Funches does the same thing. Yeah, he's going to continue. He's going to have some problems with catching the football at times. But if they can get, get iron that out and get more consistency out of him, uh, they've needed a big physical receiver, even going back to the, to the Peyton Manning days. That they've needed, they always wanted to have a big physical guy and they had a hard time finding one so well you know the jury's still out on whether he's the guy but they were certainly hoping that he can be great well this is a very intriguing football team that was hot late last year um grew together as a team very very now solid in the trenches 
um, and still with some uh, high draft picks as well. What, a first and two twos, right, Tom? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got nine total picks, and, and you know, that's what Ballard wants to do. You know, they want to build the, the foundation of, you know, of, the, of the team is going to be built through the draft, and, mm-hmm. and uh, they have areas that they want to fill. They want to get better in the, in the secondary. They want to get better at linebacker, uh, inside linebacker. They want to get better uh, on the defensive line. If they can find another running back, uh, maybe, maybe find, still find another receiver in the draft. You know, those are areas that they are still going to look at and, and try to see what they can come up with. Well, it's, it was fascinating to watch them evolve last year. I remember the, the game in Philadelphia uh, where Andrew Luck still wasn't up to snuff in terms of his arm strength. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jacoby Brissett had to come in and throw a Hail Mary pass. And Yeah, I mean, the, that was – Yeah, go, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, yeah, you're right. I mean, and early in the season, uh, they were they, – they, and, and maybe some people thought they were, were um, treating him too much with kid gloves mm-hmm. early in the year just because – but they wanted to bring him up. They had a plan. They were going to stick with it. And nothing that, that happened in the game was going to change that. So, that, so if they had to bring Brissett to do something, that they were going to do that, no matter uh, if it was going to embarrass anybody or, or raise questions about Andrew. They proved that to be right because as the season progressed, the arm got stronger. Yeah. And by the end of the year, he looked like he did pre-injury and even perhaps even better. Yeah, I agree. Julie, did you have one more follow-up? Actually, no. I just want to know if Tom's just as excited as I am to see the season come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a football you know, uh, nut anyway, and so uh, just to see mm-hmm. uh, the, with uh, you know uh, OTAs coming up and the, right. the off-season conditioning stuff and and uh, mini camps and and then training camp uh, uh, and and uh, into July and early August. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be coming you know, fast and quick, and uh, I think the Colts are kind of ready to. Get, this, get the ball rolling in on another season again. Right. I can't wait. Well, thanks very much, Tom. I really appreciate taking a little even extra time with us tonight. And uh, it's going to be a fascinating year for that Tim, team from Indianapolis. Uh, hopefully we can get you back on again. Sure. Anytime. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Well, Julie, I can't thank Tom James enough for coming on. And, and like I said, timing is everything. Uh, the addition of Justin Houston to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, this is shaping up as a very dangerous football team in the AFC South. And they were certainly one of the hottest teams in the league after that rough start last year. Yes, I can't agree with you anymore. Um, just adding those additions and just to think that I believe the Colts have nine draft picks and Chris Ballard is probably going to make these nine young rookies, the backbone of this team, and he's building young and he's building with experience and he's building with positive players around him. There is no doubt in my mind that this is going to be one of the dangerous teams. And I just cannot wait for the NFL season just to come rolling around all these, you know, moving people and and free agency alone is just, you know, new additions to the teams like the Browns, like the Oakland Raiders, going to be very interesting season to me yeah and as, as you and i are recording this it is uh the evening of march 21st um roughly 10 p.m eastern time i say that for a reason because we would be knee deep in the 2019 nfl draft in the first round right five days from now mm-hmm. and um 
again, what the Colts uh, did in the draft last year, uh, you know, Quentin Wilson and, and Darius Leonard, just to name a few, mm-hmm. um, and with some extra ammo in this year's draft, a one and two twos. Uh, and like you said, nine picks total. Um, again, uh, a team to really keep an eye on. That one and five start disappeared very, very quickly. And uh, I, I agree with you. Chris Ballard is building through youth. He has had a plan since he got there. He has stuck to the plan. Um, getting Houston uh, from the Chiefs, the relationship goes back there and so on. As, as I always kid about free agency, uh, it's the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. And <laughs> once again, it, it, it happened again. So, right. um, again, it was great talking Colts tonight. It, it, it's part of a couple of days stretch that you and I are having where we're going to be talking a lot of AFC teams. So mm-hmm. for people who enjoy what we do with the, the vibe cast, um, please keep an eye out or more importantly, keep an ear out uh, for Julie noted underscore PFG and for PFG vibe, I'm backs football guru. You can follow all those on Twitter and you can find the PFG Vibecast on profootballguru.com along with other platforms as well. It's been fun, so we'll see you on the next podcast, everybody. You got it. Have a great night.